Hello, everyone. This is Jeff. I'm back at the Pacific Hackers Conference in Mountain View, California. Right now, my guest is Phil Morgan. He's going to be talking about some really cool Wi-Fi security uh, hacks and measures and all that good stuff. So with that, let's jump in. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm Phil Morgan. I work for a company called NC Expert. We develop, teach, consult, and train on wireless and cybersecurity. One of the things that we've heard over and over again at this conference is that cybersecurity is an issue that's getting bigger and bigger and has many and many different areas that are not well understood and that are ever evolving. Mm -hmm. And so when you hear a comment like that, what does that mean to you? Well, I, I think it's it's absolutely true and it's no more true than with wireless. Wireless and Wi-Fi is is the easiest attack vector for the bad people to come at you with because they can do it from half a mile away. They can do it from a different department block and you don't know where they are because by the time you get there, the damage is done and they've gone. And that, that's the that's the problem with Wi-Fi. It's, it's not as easy to locate an attack from Wi-Fi as it is from other attacks. So let's break that down just a little bit. When you say Wi-Fi and wireless, what do, is there a differentiation between those two? And is that different than a data network, perhaps, that is provided by a cellular company? Let's, let's, let's put some meaning to each one gotcha. of those. Yeah. So wireless is, is exactly as it sounds. It's not using wires. So that could be you're using Bluetooth to listen to music. It could be your cellular provider. It could be a microwave link, or it could be a link when you're watching TV at home from a satellite broadcast. They're all wireless technologies. But Wi-Fi is you connecting your phone or your computer or your tablet or your games console at home to the internet wirelessly using the Wi-Fi protocols. And they are standardized well-known, well-supported protocols that our iPads, our iPhones, our Androids, our laptops, and everything else use day in, day out. Excellent. So let's dig into that statement a little bit more. So when we're talking about the Wi-Fi protocol, obviously there's a big difference between the security that's available and that most people use at home versus a network that they might use at a work environment, for instance where they have professionals who monitor that 24 seven. Um, and when we're talking about vulnerability specifically, we all know the bad guys are gonna go for the easy the easy money, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about how do we secure our personal networks so that we're at least on a better playing field uh, like the ones that are professionally managed at places like where we work. Use the latest technology. It means you've got to upgrade your stuff. Don't try and use a product that's maybe 10 years old or, or even five years old in some instances. It, it's, it's not good news, but you have to keep up to date. iPhones, iPads, Androids, they are software upgradable to better levels of security, but you've got to upgrade them. I installed WPA3, which is the new great thing that's come out from the security industry for wireless, for Wi-Fi. And uh, WPA3, my son's there, my iPad doesn't work. And I'm so that at that point I'm thinking, oh, there's something wrong with, with the iPad. And then my daughter said, Well, my iPad doesn't work. Now, if there's two things that don't work that did before, then I'm like, oh, maybe it's something I did. And it was I turned on WPA3. So I turned off WPA3, I let them connect, I got them to do an update, and I turned back on WPA3. 
and everything worked. They didn't have to buy new devices. They just had to do the latest pattern. Rather shamefully, for what I do for a living, my kids, I say kids that are older, uh, they're older, the mid-20s and things, my kids don't listen to my advice, didn't upgrade everything as they should. And as soon as they upgraded, it all worked really well. Of course, it all worked scarily. We have a plethora of standards and amendments and an alphabet soup of stuff. Uh, the Wi-Fi Alliance has created what they call Wi-Fi 4, Wi-Fi 5, Wi-Fi 6, an easier way. Wi-Fi 6 is obviously a better number than Wi-Fi 5. Wi-Fi 7, they're promising now, is going to be better than Wi-Fi 6. But they've also created something called WPA3, which is a standard. And if you just check when you buy a product, does it support the latest standards? Does it support the latest protocols? You'll be great to go. Of course, then you've got to turn them on. <laughs> Um, so the standardization is important. The upgrading, the patching yeah. is important. Yeah. Layering in the next question on top of that would be when it comes to updating and upgrading your equipment and maintaining um, a stature which is current, what additional insights or information would you like to share with our community to help them on that path to being more secure? I genuinely believe we are not paranoid enough. I'm going to do a talk today, and I'm going to talk about QR codes. Um, one of the presenters presented a QR code. Now, I'm sure her, her QR code is perfectly fine. But when you go to a restaurant, or when you're walking down the street and you see a, your band, oh, my one of my favorite bands are playing, you probably shouldn't take a picture of that QR code. Mm. And you shouldn't take a picture of the QR code and then let it link you to wherever it wants you to go to. We need to be more paranoid and we need to be more suspicious. We need to use, we, we have tools that we can use. We have malware products, anti-malware products. We have antivirus products. We have security checker products. We need to use them and we should never, ever turn them off. I had a customer the other day that called up and said, I had to turn off my firewall on my antivirus so I could get on the website. And I was horrified and I was, no, no. And and they thought that was okay. And it's kind of like the old movies you see where they, they do something and a portal opens and something sneaks through. You don't know what sneaked through during that half a day then they turned the stuff off. Mm. And they now need to do a full audit and check everything mm. and be and be paranoid. We need to be, we need to assume the worst and be more paranoid. It, it sounds ever so skeptical, but we live in a world where the monsters are out there and they want to come and steal our money and stuff. Well put, well put. You know what? This is a very deep subject. And for those of our viewers who may want a little you know, little more information about you, what you do, potentially any services or products that you uh, recommend or provide. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, come to our website and read our blogs. We, we have um, on our website, we have a blog and a student area where we just put really good information for people to look at. We talk about the latest updates and what's going on and we make comments and things. Uh, they can contact me at uh, my email address at NC Expert. I don't know if you can magically make one appear. We can put a link in the description box below. And with that, I'm going to uh, end this podcast with, you know, something a little kind of a story. We, we do talk a lot about the things that we need to be aware of, the things that we need to be concerned about, and, and the bad guys and the bad actors who are out there doing bad things. It's a lot of bad. So let's talk about a little bit of good. If you could, 
Can you share a story with us? Maybe something that was big or small that you felt really made an impact on someone or even yourself that kind of reminds us of why we do what we do. Sure. I used to be a miner. I didn't actually work underground, but I used to work in the coal industry. I didn't like it. And I decided to change and do something else. And it was the people that helped me. People who I don't even think they... They did it out of kindness, but they made a huge impact. Mentors, get a mentor. The group here, the Pacific Hackers, uh, the guys who do it, people may not know, but they are actually masters of what they do. Rod and Marco and the guys, they, they truly are good at what they do. And they open up themselves and they talk to people. And, and I tried to do that as well. And the other day, I had a, a fresh-faced young face came up and asked me questions after uh, a class I was doing. And I sat down and watched that person do a presentation at a conference and I learned stuff from them. And I, it's just, it was wonderful to somebody that, that, that I helped and I encouraged is now teaching me. And that's what this community is all about. People, people look up and they see superstars and actors and heroes and sports people. And they don't realize that they were born, they grew up and they made choices and they had help. And you could help somebody else do it and take the help when it's offered and you can mm. change the world you really can i believe that most most fervently take the help when it's offered yeah. amazing thank you sir thank you phil my pleasure thank you for watching the cyber pro podcast don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content